We're in Shabbos Daf Kof Chav Tes. We're going to finish up the parak today. Tonight, Shir Shabbos Chos for Shlema for Chaim Avram Mechani Ita Chayavat Bas Vena Chaim Menzer Yisrael Menzer Reizel Shlom Zivon Reizel Eidol Bas Shava Figa Bas Shira Chana Yisrael Chaim Menzer Hesli Yisrael Men Mindel Nasan Shimon Ben Emily and especially for Rafael Yaakov Chaim Ben Malia Libo Libo and Peretz Ben Yehudis Sheva Leia Besor Shachli Yisrael and Mirza Shem. Unfortunately, not such good news. Let's hope that these Chaylim pull through. Bischas Olar Tefilas Bischas of the Torah learning. We pick it up in the bottom of Kuch Chesim and Beis, and again, just reminding everyone, if it makes your life easier, for someone else that you know, all these Shurim are also up as a podcast. Just search Clear and Concise Stuff Yemi, and uh, let's continue learning. We're holding five lines from the bottom. We're discussing that when it comes to a woman giving birth, the things that we're allowed to do is so we said you could bring the oil. First, he said you bring in your hand, or you bring in your hair, or you bring in a keli in your hair. So, Gemara says, Table why don't we say that there's an iser of schita when you're squeezing out the hair? What do you help is it by carrying the oil in the woman's hair and then squeezing it out? You still have to offer schita. You know why? There's no such halacha, says Rabbi Rav Yosef, of schita, of squeezing, extracting when it comes to hair. Even if you're going to say that there is schita, it means you put the kli in the hair, as much as you could do a shino, you're supposed to do that is machlekes talacha. We are machmir. It's a derabanan of schita b'seir. So there's another reason why one has to be careful about charring and whatnot, because you might come to squeeze the hair. And that is also the reason the gzira of uh, so lots of these sponges and. Brushes are because schita seir is schita derabanan. That any time there's something very close together and it appears as if the the item is absorbed, even if it isn't, it's really between the hairs. That's going to be an iser derabanan. Amr Avida Mishmuel Chaya Kolzman she covered pasuach. Bein Amr Srichani, Bein Leina Amr Srichani, Bechal Lanas Hashavas. A Chaya, a woman who is giving birth, calls Kolzman she covered pasuach. As long as the rechem is open, and the Gemara is going to describe exactly what this means. Bein Amr Srichani, Bein Leina Amr Srichani. Whether she says, I need something or not, we do not listen to her. Mechalas the Shabbos, we are machmir on Sakonis Nefashes, and we are Mechal Shabbos for her. Nistam HaKever wants to cover, wants to rechem, closes, Bein Amr Tzrichani, Bein Leina Amr Tzrichani, now it's the opposite, Ein Mechalas the Shabbos. Whether she says she wants something or not, once the Kever is Pesuach, again, the Gemara will explain, then we are not Mechal Shabbos. Ravashi Masni Hachi, that's the opinion of Ravashi, that again, Kever Pesuach, we do everything. We do nothing. Also the name of That didn't change. When the kever is we're always Machal Shabbos. If the kever closes up, uh, or after the birth, we're going to see in the Gemara, Amra Tzrichani, if she says she needs it, Machalaz the Shabbos. Loi Amra Tzrichani, if she doesn't say she needs it, Machalaz the Shabbos, we do not listen to her. I'm sorry, then we do, we listen to her basically. If she doesn't need it, then we're not Machalaz Shabbos. Says the Gemara, Amri Ravina Limrimar, Marzutcher Masil Kula, Ravashi Masil Chumra. Ravashi was the first opinion, he was the Chumra. He said, once it's kever Sasam, which should be sometime after the birth, then we're never a Machalaz Shabbos. Shabbos, even if she asks. Rav Ashi, Rav Marzutra, I'm sorry, was more makel. So what's the halacha? You know why? Anytime we have a shayloth, it's like we're always makel and we allow you to be mechal Shabbos, not called chal Shabbos, in order to save the life. So over here, if we're not sure, 
whether the woman needs it or not, then we're going to give it into her. Says Gemara, now me say kever. What is it psichzai kever that we're going to be Machal Shabbos for? This is seemingly the beginning of the birth. For the moment she sits in the birthing stool, Ravuna Braid Rav when the blood is flowing. The water breaks, and the blood flows, not necessarily the water breaking, more the blood flowing. When her friends have to carry her by her arms, meaning she cannot walk. These are three times have a parallel in Elchaz Nida. These are also the times that a woman is considered a Nida. Machlech is over here. What is the precise moment? She's on the birthing stool. The blood is flowing. She needs help walking. La halacha, generally, when she's actually on the birthing bed in the hospital, then for sure, generally, generally, but it's complicated because sometimes, you know, there's the false labor. So we have to know exactly what's going on. It's not necessarily also the number of dilation, two, three, four, five centimeters. It has to do with a jump in number because that means there's something happening. That means that the psicha has a kever. It's opening up. The baby is coming. That's when she becomes an idun. As well as we see over here, that's when we're going to be Mechal Shabbos whether she wants it or not. But of course, as soon as a woman is in labor and she knows things are happening, that's when she goes to the hospital or she's allowed to go to the hospital depending on the situation. Until when is it considered psichas kever, right? Because then we said when it's awesome, when the kever is closed, when the womb is closed, then we're not allowed to be. That was the machlekes marzutcher and ravashi. So when is that? Amar Abayit, the last narrow line, shleishiyam three days. Rav Amar mishmeid Rav Yehuda shiva v'amrila shleishim. Some say seven, some say thirty. This is a very big machlekes, and one of the big nafkaminas is going to be with regard to fasting. It's definitely on Yom Kippur is the most. Uh, Chomer, because Kippur is a derisa, obviously, and then we're going to have to know how far after childbirth, three days, 72 hours, is it also Machlekes, whether it's Me'es La'es, is it just the hours, is it the days, Chlekes and Shulchan Aruch, we'll leave it at that. Says the Gemara, Amri Nahardai, they say it in Nahardai, the first white line, Chaya, a woman who gives birth, Gimel Zayin Lamid, three seven thirty three different times, and the Gemara now explains Gimel Beinamr Srichani Beinamr Loi Srichani Mechalas Shabbos for three days after birth, whatever she says, we're Mechal Shabbos, and of course, there's also the Nafkaminot with regard to what we're talking about. I'm sorry, which is Alcha Shabbos. If she needs something on Shabbos three days after birth, whether it's cold in the room, she doesn't say she's cold. We go, we can turn on the heat for her if we think she needs heat. We turn on the heat, even though it's this is our rice to turn on heat. But if she needs it, you go and do it. Obviously, Obviously, if there's a guy and you could have a guy do it, or one, not a different story. But in a case, you are allowed to turn on the heat for such a woman, as we'll see further. You let a light a fire like we saw, because within three days, Zion, seven days after birth, Amra Srichani Machalas Shabbos. If she needs something, we give it to her. Amr Lai Srichani E Machalas Shabbos. Lamid for 30 days, Afilo Amra Srichani, even if she says she needed, E Machalas Shabbos. We're not Machal Shabbos. Aval, very important rule. Oi Sinal Yidaramai, we do a we are a guy. Drav Ula, Braid Dravilai, the Amar. Called Tzarechei Chayla, one of the very important rules that we've said many times. Anything that a Chayla, Chayla She'ein by Sakana, one is bedridden, one that is has to be in bed, should be in bed. Certainly, a woman for thirty days after birth. Nasan idea right? Mutter to do via a guy b'Shabbos. Rav Nuna, Damer Rav Nuna, like Rav Nuna taught us, Damer She'ein by Sakana. There's no Sakana. 
But the person is sick, referring to this novel of a chilu she'in b'isakana, a woman who is bed, a person who is bedridden. Oymer lenachri v'aisei lada tell a guy, and that's a very important rule for thirty days after birth. One needs to have, not have to worry if there's a guy in hand. The guy can do the races. The guy can do the abundance. There's no reason to be marami to the guy. You could tell the guy strain. Turn on the heat. Turn off the heat. Turn on the air conditioning. Get this for the chayla. Get this for the chayla. Whatever the woman needs for thirty days after childbirth, she's a din of a chayla she'in b'isakana, and the guy could do it for seven days we said if she needs it and for the first three days which is also very negea which is the most hammer anything that she needs we give to her even Ayde Yisrael even Dar Isis Amar Av Yudam with what relevance is this 30 days of Achaya? I mean, I let's vila with going with regard to going to the mikvah. And like Rashi explains, Rashi all the way up on the last wide line, the top of the Amud, Rashi says, until 30 days, we don't let her go into the mikvah because we're afraid she's going to get cold. Again, this is, as we'll see in a moment, it's referring to going to the mikvah for a tyrus to eat. Um, to eat kachim and whatnot. So says Rava, very important. This whole thing of waiting 30 days only when her husband is not there. Again, so it's nothing to do with the tefillah to sleep with her husband. If her husband is there, then she's allowed to go to the mikvah even within 30 days. Obviously, barring regular rules of nida, regular rules of yuledes, 7 days, 40 days, she has to wait. Of course, that there's going to be no murdam. She has to wait to Zayin Nikim. Etc. Chafifa, etc. And therefore, she could go to the mikvah. Why? Because by the because her husband will warm her up. like the daughter of She went to the mikvah within thirty days. when her husband was not there. and she became cold. She got the chills. Again, we don't necessarily understand this mitzvah, but we're saying over here is within thirty days after birth, a woman is a chayla and she has to be careful. And if we're afraid if she goes to the mikvah, she's going to get the chills. What happened in this story? If they put her in the bed, she put her in uh, in the after Rava, who was her husband, they went to chase after her husband, saying, your wife, who just gave birth, she made a mistake, she went to the mikvah within 30 days, she's chilled, she needs her husband to warm her up. So again, the rule that we're seeing over here is with regard to Tumah and Tairah, regard to eating Kachim, she waits 30 days, unless her husband is there, because then her husband can warm her up. Amr Av Yudam about 13 lines into the wide lines. Oisin Madura Lachaya B'Shabis, a rule that we've seen before that we keep on mentioning for Lachaya, for a woman giving birth, we're allowed to make a fire for her on Shabbos. Savar Minei Lachaya in Lachaylalai. We thought it's only for Lachayla, only a woman who gives birth and not for Lachayla. Not in the summer. Whether it's a woman giving birth, whether it's a chayla, whether it's in the winter. Then we're always going to be allowed to make a fire for her when she needs it. When a woman person is cold. Like we see, whether we're supposed to read those last few lines in parentheses, but either way, if someone gives off blood, then it's done and it becomes cold. Even in the middle of the summer, person has the chills. We're allowed to make the fire, and this is a precedent that's brought down the Shulchan Aruch, something that we refer to as that a person is considered a chayla with regard to heat, and that's what we're seeing over here. That whenever we have a chayla, not necessarily only a woman giving birth, not necessarily in the winter, but even in the summer, and any time a person has the chills, we allow to make a fire for them on Shabbos. 
And again, the practical ramifications don't start just lighting fires, but that's the basic rule that we're seeing here in the Gemara. Shmuel, now the Gemara is going to have many a story about bloodletting on Shabbos. Again, before we go there, let's just remind ourselves of what we just saw. We just saw that a, mid- a woman who gives birth is, in a, is considered a matzav of Saikana, definitely Kriya Mechal Shabbos to get her to the hospital, and even after the birth, we said for three days for sure, for seven days if she needs, for 30 days Ayide Goy, and now we saw afterwards... Now, when it comes to her being cold and many chaylas being cold, there is a special rule that you can make a fire for them. And again, whether it's going to be allowed to be done aide goy or aide yisrael, that's the complication. But again, over here we're seeing certainly for the chayla, for the woman who gives birth, you can make her a fire. Now the Gemara goes into bloodletting and all the different ramifications. Shmuel salchalel takatta deshaga. Shmuel, when he wanted to. Uh, after he gave blood and therefore he was cold, he told them to chop up this special chair that was made of shagal wood, even though it was very expensive, in order to make a fire to warm him up. Rav Yudah had them cut up a table that was made of yoyna wood, also to make a fire to warm him up. The rabbi would they had him cut up a footstool to make a fire to warm him up after bloodletting. What happened about Tashchis? You're rooting a good stool. Important rule sometimes we forget. Baltashchus of my body is even worse. If my body is sick, I gotta make myself healthy. And that's the most important. So he says to them, therefore we could cut up the stool to make the fire. A person should sell the beams of his house and buy shoes for his feet. Rashi says the reason is it was Ganai back then to walk around without shoes on your feet. And that was the largest bizarre. Hick is down if someone gives up blood, and he's going to eat. Yim Kerminalim, even go and sell those shoes. Shevaraglov of Yafiv, he asked for them, Sarchi Sudan, by food, cause of the Sakana of giving off blood. Man Sarchi Sudan, what is this food? Rav Amar Basar, you should buy meat. Shmuel Amar Yayin, you should have wine. Rav Amar Basar, Nafsha, Chal of Nafsha. For your Nefesh, for your life, you got to replace it with life, you got to replace it with beef. Shmuel Amar Yayin, Smuka, Chal of Smuka, red wine replaces the red blood. And again, this is what one should eat after bloodletting practice that was very common back then as we're going to see in order to do different remedies and even nowadays as we'll see when we when one has to give blood these things are also negaya applicable to him Shmuel on the day that he gave blood he used to eat a spleen dish Rav Yechanan would eat until the scent of the wine will come out of his ears. That's how much wine he would drink. Shasi, that's how much wine he would drink. He would drink until the spleen, his spleen floated in wine. Till the place, the lancet hole where the blood letter took out the blood, that there was a, a smell of wine that came out of the hole. He went after wine that came after a three leafed vine. So Rav Yitzchak told, sorry, Rav Nachman Yitzchak told the Rabbanim, the, the one time you let a lie, the Gemara is going to go on to explain, not lie, but say a, a slight untruth, is on the day that you give off birth, not give up birth, I'm sorry. On the day that you give up blood, you'll have to tell your wife, Nachman, I am coming to visit you, so she makes you a big meal, and then you'll have what to eat in order to give you back the strength that you're necessary after you gave off the blood. 
And all Arama, all deception is forbidden aside for this Arama, the Shari, which is permissible. Man Davin Milsav someone who gives blood and it's not possible for him, Lishkal Zuzimibai, he should take out a worn out Zuz. Again, this is another form of deception which is allowed. He should take a worn out Zuz. Chanusa. At the time, Shirabi said he should go and taste wine in all the different places until he drinks the man of a Ravias. Now, what does that have to do with this worn out coin? So Rashi and Mepharshimir explain it's because he goes to a place says, give me some wine to taste. They give him a taste. He says, oh wow, this is wonderful. Can I buy someone? Some. They said, great. And he shows them the coin to buy. They said, oh, we don't take that coin. He says, okay, I'm sorry. He goes to the next place. And he drinks another cup of wine there. He says, I want to buy it. Shows them the coin. Said they don't take it. He keeps on doing that. Obviously, what we see from here is that generally walking into a store with no intention of buying is for sure forbidden because the store owner thinks you're buying. You have to tell him. There's one way to do it. And secondly, Unless there's certain stores or certain places which are known that people just walk in for no reason. And secondly, that's the case is here that you're allowed to lie with the money. says the Gemara in the last meetings are lying. If you can't do that, you should eat seven black dates. and rub oil onto his forehead, and then he should sleep in the sun. And that's how he's going to be cured from the, the travails of bloodletting. Avlet. Ashkechei Lishmol. Avlet is a person's name. He saw Shmol, the Ghani Bishimsha Shmol, one day sleeping out there in the sun. Amr Lay, so he says to Shmol, Chachimah, do you die? The wise one of the Jews. Bisha Miyavi Tava. Does something bad become good? Staying out in the sun is not good for you. Does that become good? So what did Shmol respond? Amr Lay, Yomidai Kazavai. It was the day they gave off blood, and that's why I'm sleeping in the sun. It's good for me. Vloi, and the Gemara says it's not really true. There's one day that is good to see in the sun of the whole year. A certain day in Thomas, perhaps it's the day coming up. And he said, I don't want to tell this guy, this Avlate, about this special day where the sun is good for you. So he made up the story that he was bloodletting, but that is one of the cures of bloodletting. Says the Gemara, third wide line, a very important rule. We have to take care of ourselves. Says the Gemara, if you are lenient after the meal of bloodletting, meaning one gave blood and doesn't go and have a proper meal, is not going to give you your food. Vaimim, you know what they're going to say in heaven? Hua chayev loichas, aniach is love. He doesn't care about his own life. He's reckless. I should care about him. Uh, not such a nice thing to hear. Something we have to certainly keep in mind. We have to be careful about our own life. Rabbi Shmuel, Dermot, Tavayo, Haiman, Davin, Milsab. So, and again, Haiman David Mills says, we're going to see that phrase many times, means someone who went and gave up blood. Should not slide down in a place where the wind swirls. Perhaps they took off too much blood when they took blood from him. And he's only left with the revius of blood. And then the wind's going to come, and the wind's going to cause a little bit of blood to be left from lost from his body. Whenever you have less than revius of blood, it's not good for you. And I'll come to Saikana. Shmuel would do bloodletting in his house to shave seven and a half bricks thick. That's how thick the walls are to make sure no wind came in. One day Shmuel felt very weak after giving up blood. One half row of bricks was missing. What should he do? First you eat something and then you get up and leave. If you don't eat something, if you bump into a corpse, your face will turn green. If you bump into a murderer, you're going to die. Again, showing you that you're very weak after you give off blood. If you bump into something else, meaning a chazir, says Rashi, a pig, then it's bad for meaning it's bad for 
Taras. Rav Shmuel, Darmi Tavayo, Rav Shmuel said both of them, David Milsa, you gave off blood, Lishay you should wait a little bit, and then get up. Don't jump out of bed right away after giving off blood. Hey, Devar and five things, Kerv and the Misa are closer to death. You're in a chai more than life. What are these five things? You eat and you get up right away. You drink and you get up right away. You sleep and you get up right away. You give up blood and you get up right away. Someone sleeps with their spouse and gets up right away. The best time for giving a blood, called Tlais and Yamin, every 30 days. And as you get older and between the ages, and Rashi says that means once you get 40, you might, you should lessen it and do it once every 60 days, once every two months. At the next interval of your life, when you're 60 years old, again you should be Mamayid, because as you get older, the blood doesn't have as much strength, and therefore you should do it every three months. The best time for bloodletting is Chabi Shabbata, Rabo, Umali Shabbata. Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday. Aval Shani Vikamishi Loi says Shmuel, do not give off blood on Monday and Thursday. Tamar Mar Mishli Schus Avois. If you have a special schus, then Yakis Dam Shin Vikamishi, then you give off blood on Monday and Thursday. But obviously a regular person should not give off blood on regular th- Monday and Thursday. Why? Shabazin Shalmailiv Shamata Shavin Kachan on that day on Monday and Thursday, both the upper courts and the lower courts are convening. Therefore you have to be careful. But Slash of Shabbat on Tuesday, my time alike. Why on Tuesday should you not give blood? Because Mars is a certain constellation is out then on the even hours of the day. Says the Gemara, What's going on? I'm sorry, This this Mars, this constellation, is also out on Friday. Says the Gemara, a very important line. Keep the Dutch be Rabbim, since people do it, people go and give blood on Friday. Hashem, Hashem watches over the fools. And Rashi explains because the fish used to be of delicacy that they wanted to eat, it was good for the body after giving off blood, and they knew they would have fish on a fr- Shabbos. So, in order to do that, they went and they gave off the blood on Friday, even though maybe it wasn't the right thing to do. Hashem, of course, we have to mention the famous Shuvah of Ramesh Chayyim and I involve that Ramesh says we only say this rule of Hashem when it works. When we see that the Pesayim are being Shimer. When we see that the fools are being healed. If we see people doing something but theoretically and potentially dangerous, and they're not getting harmed, then we say Hashem's watching over them. And that's where Ramesha in his time is referring to smoking. Because back then they didn't know, and as they found out, there were issues, but people weren't really getting sick. So says Ramesha, Shimer Pesayim Hashem. And that's the reason why all the Pisces speak out. And nowadays we don't have that rule anymore. Because now we see that they certainly are getting sick, and lung cancer, and the numbers are terrible. And therefore the the, the the rule of Ramayshev, Shem Pesayim Hashem, with regard to smoking, certainly will not apply anymore. And this is something that we have to be careful before as people just throw it. Eh, Shem Pesayim Hashem, Hashem watches the foolish. No, sometimes Hashem does not watch the foolish. You do something foolish, as we saw in Amad Alf, you don't care about your life. They say up in heaven, we don't care about you. But if we see that there's a practice that everyone is doing, and Hashem is watching them, that's when we can apply this rule of Shem Pesayim Hashem. Amar Shmuel, Dalit, do Dalit. Wednesday, which is the fourth of the month. Dalit, Davir Basai. Wednesday, which is the 14th of the month. Dalit, you have ball. Wednesday, which is the 24th of the month. Dalit, like Arba Basrei. A Wednesday, which are now four more days until the end of the month. Sakanta, those Wednesdays are Sakanta to give blood. Rosh Chaydash, on Rosh Chaydash, Vishayilai, on the second day, Chosha caused you to come weak. Shlishi, on the third day of the month, Sakanta caused you to Sakanta. Mali, Yoyma, Taifa, and Erev, Yamtif, Chosha, Cause a person to be weak. Malay Yoimadat Sarton, Erev Shavuis, 
Sakante, it's a sakana to give a flood. Why? I'm sorry, not why. First, the Gemara says, Because you're Rabbanan, Akula, Mali, Yom, Ataivim, Mishem, Yom, Ataivim, Dazarta, and the Rabbanan made a gazira on all Erev Yomtifs because of Erev Shavuos. Why? Did Avi Beziga, Vishami, Tavuach, the certain shade, and his name is Tavuach, on Erev Shavuos that goes out, and he said, I'm going to go and I'm going to slaughter them, says the shade, if they don't accept the Taira. Therefore, on Erev Shavuos, it was a sakana. Because of that, we make zero on Erev every Yantiv not to give up blood. And from here we see that Shavu is something we spoke about Shavu's time. Here we see that on Shavu it's real Taira is being given. And that's why we should not give up blood in Erev Shavu's and all Erev Yom Taivim because of Erev Shavu's. Of course, if it's a certain surgery or procedure that needs to be done, one should ask a Shiloh. But in a case like that, then it would might be permissible. These are talking about elective types of things. Someone who eats wheat and gives blood three lines before the white lines. Then the bloodletting doesn't do anything for you. All it does is it lets out the effects of that wheat that you ate, that meal that you ate. There's a concept they just wanted to lighten their blood. So that it will do, but it won't give you the full medicinal properties because you just had a big meal beforehand. You should drink right away. You should eat after half a mil's worth of time. So you buy a little Mars a bunch of questions on this statement that you should drink right away and not eat until half a mil. First white line. Is that drinking right away is good, but drinking later is not good? It doesn't do anything. Drinking right away is good, and drinking later is neither good nor bad. Take who says do another question. That's when it's good. Afterwards, it's bad prior or after. It's neither good nor bad. Says again. Take Rav announced in the Rav announced. Ma'akari bezuzi when it's a hundred gourds for a zuz, ma'areshi bezuzi or hundred animal heads for a zuz, me v'loy klum. That's when it's good. But me if it's a hundred animal lips, v'loy klum, then it's meaningless. Don't buy them. Rav Yosef gave me Ravuna yomid depagi be rabbanan. Rav Yuna was in the base magish and the rabbanan and the talmidim were being lazy. Amri yaina yoma disfami who they called it a yoma disfami a day of the lips. V'loy adana my comrade I didn't know what he meant, but now that he heard Rav yelling out that the the lips are for sale and it's not a good deal. We saw that's what he meant back then, that everyone's being lazy. Today of the lips is not a good sign. But question at Tabor, so we finish off the Mishnah. And we said, you let a tie the umbilical cord, and we had a machleg so that a tighter cut it. Says the Gemara, Tanur Rabban in the fifth wide line, Kaishim Atab, or you let a cut tight. Rav Yaisi Amer Avchaitchen, you allowed to cut it. The time then a shulya kdeshi yachem avlad, and they used to envelop and hide it during the week. They would hide the shulya, the afterbirth, the, the placenta. They would hide it inside the earth in order, and there was some supernatural way that when they hid the placenta, then the vlad, the child, would get warmer. So they would do that even on Shabbos, but not on the earth. So Amr Shem the kingly girls, they would take this afterbirth, this placenta, they would put it into a bowl of oil. The wealthy girls, they would wrap it in wads of wool. The poor girls, they would put it in rags. It's like Rav Yesi, that not only will you have to tie up the umbilical cord, you'll have to sever and cut the umbilical cord. Regarding cutting it, if twins are born, that you're allowed to cut them, because the two twins are going to pull back and forth and it could potentially cause damage. Therefore, in that case, everyone agrees you could cut the umbilical cord. 
Everything that it says is Toichacha. The bad things that it says, those are things you have to do. Yes, do. Those are things that are going to suffer. Shinemar, Umalaita Regarding the birth, on the day of I'm sorry, on the day of the birth, now, says the Gemara, the Gemara darshins up each part of the Pasik. What does it mean referring to the birth? On the day of the birth, from here we learn out, to give birth to a child, and Shabbos to help the birth. That you should not cut the umbilical cord. So the Teichecha says, you know, they weren't having a cut. So we cut it. And it's the water they wouldn't wash and smoothen out the skin. Yes, wash the blood. And the salt, they wouldn't salt the baby. They would salt the baby, do something to make the skin turn harder. And they wouldn't swaddle the baby. Like a they would swaddle up the baby on Shabbos. We should return. We should do a chazar on this wonderful 18th parak of Mephanim. We'll pick it up tomorrow from the parak of Lazar de Mila, the parak dealing with Prismila on Shabbos.